welcome to Big Blend Radio, where we celebrate variety and how it adds spice to quality of life. Welcome to the Big Daily Blend, everybody. Today is February 2nd, 2024, so I know a lot of you are waking up and going, what did the groundhog predict today? Are we going to be stuck in cold winter, or are we going to move forward into spring? Well, I'll tell you what we do need to do today. It is about wearing red. Today is National Wear Red Day. Some of us call it National Women's Heart Day because it really is a movement. Uh, They call it uh, the uh, Go Red for Women movement all through the American Heart Association. And this is about spreading awareness and raising awareness that cardiovascular disease is the number one killer of women. And also, did you know, nearly 45% of women over the age of 20 are living with some form of heart disease or uh, really close to actually having a stroke or some kind of stroke. So this is really important. And also, a lot of people don't think about women even having heart disease or having a stroke or a heart attack um, because we do not present the same symptoms as a man. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm feeling a little dizzy, a little nauseous or something like that. And you know, you may have a heart attack and not even know. And that is a scary thing. So today on our Big Daily Blend, I pulled in one of a very important article, or excuse me, interview with Dr. Jacqueline Ubani. She's a cardiologist, electrophysiologist, and author of Women and Heart Disease, The Real Story. Uh, She's been on our show for uh, years, I think eight, nine, I don't know, almost a decade now, uh, really trying to raise awareness, just like the American Heart Association, about heart disease and how we can reverse it, we can prevent it. And so uh, I wanted to pull this uh, interview so that you could take a listen to understanding those signs and symptoms. She talks about um, the actual risk of heart disease and also, of course, as always, shares some tips on how to reverse or prevent heart disease. So take a listen and I've got some links in the show notes to some of her previous interviews and articles with us as well. So everyone check out this website too through the American Heart Association. It is wearredday.org. So what are you wearing that's red today? What are you I mean maybe it's just a scarf, maybe a sock or two. You might want both socks, right? Maybe an earring, who knows. Just wear red, show some support, maybe give a coworker a healthy maybe sugar-free cupcake. I don't know, but A red one, red velvet cake. Now I'm going to get in trouble. We're not supposed to be eating that, I suppose. Heart disease remains the number one killer of women in the U.S., killing more women than breast and lung cancer combined. And Dr. Jacqueline Ubani, she's a board-certified cardiologist and electrophysiologist who practices in Orange County, California, is back on Big Blend Radio today to explain the signs and symptoms of a woman having a heart attack, which is different from men. We don't do the big fall down, clutch your chest thing. We're different. We're built different, and we rock. But anyway, Dr. Jackie <laughs> is on a mission to help women uh, get through 
well, not have heart disease and also to get through that if if you do have heart disease. She is the author of Women and Heart Disease, The Real Story. Uh, you can get it on Amazon and also go to her website, womenandheartdiseasebook.com. And we're also proud to have her as a regular expert contributor in Big Blend Radio and TV magazine and here on Big Blend Radio because I don't know, but she's a fun doctor, man. <laughs> How often do you get to giggle with a doctor? Welcome back, Dr. Jackie. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I am so excited to be here today. So excited. You know, I'm I'm glad we're talking about this. I know you've, we've touched on heart disease over the months. And everyone, if you go to blendradioandtv.com, uh, you can read Dr. Jackie's articles and listen to her interviews. But we always touch about what happens if someone has a heart attack. And, you know, reading your book, which is by my side all the time. It's my reminder of <laughs> Nancy and I both uh, not to have more than that five ounces of wine and to take our morning walks and to, you know, our, our feet swelling in the desert heat, and if so, why? So um, you, you keep us on the straight and narrow as much as anyone will ever be able to do it. <laughs> so, well, I'm so but, glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm so glad to it really that. is. I'm glad that we're having yeah, I'm glad that we're having this show this month of February, which is uh, you know, awareness for women's heart health month. So it's good. That's right, that's right. And so the thing is I know your book is for women and to me it isn't it something that men and women need to know about because we need to know you know, men need to know about their loved ones too, and their moms and their wives, their girlfriends, their sisters, cousins, um, because Having a heart attack, it is really different. So um, can you tell us a little bit of, like, what are the signs of a heart attack? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think men should know about this disease. It's the same disease process that they get, but they know more or society is mm-hmm. more aware of the fact that men have heart attacks than women do. But a heart disease, like you mentioned earlier, is the number one killer of women in the United States. So it's very important for women to understand uh, about heart disease and the signs and symptoms of heart disease so that they can present to their to their doctors as soon as they feel like they, they're potentially having a heart attack so that the outcome from this uh, disease process could be good. Hmm. So for, yeah. for women... Uh-huh. So yeah, so we when we talk, when we talk, when we talk about uh, the typical signs and symptoms of a heart attack, um, the, the the typical symptoms that we're all aware of is the crushing left-sided chest pains with a shortness of breath, radiation down the left arm or up the neck, uh, and things of that nature. But women are a little bit different. Statistics show that only about 43 uh, percent of women. The 43% of women mm-hmm. do not actually present to the emergency room with chest pain, which can make it a little mm. bit difficult to diagnose. So what women tend to present with are nonspecific signs and symptoms like shortness of breath, dyspnea, or, you know, short of breath with mild activity, um, GI symptoms like nausea and vomiting. The big one is fatigue, um, insomnia, and, and those nonspecific symptoms. Uh, signs and symptoms. So sometimes it can be difficult for women to know that they're having symptoms. Um, But what I usually educate my women or my patients is that they should know their risk factors for heart disease. So if you know that you're considered high risk for heart disease and you have any one of these nonspecific symptoms, then you should should go and see your doctor sooner rather than Mm -hmm. later because it's better to be told that you're not having a heart attack than it is to be told, well, you had a heart attack five days ago, and why are you just coming in now? 
uh, and things like that. Okay. Okay, so that's the thing. Do you see, you know, a lot of people come in and go, you know, find out that they've had, you know, heart attacks and no one ever diagnosed it because, you know, they just thought they were tired? Because we all feel tired. We're women. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so women are notorious for putting things, uh, you know, to the back burner because they tend to be the caregivers for their families. They have, you know, they support their families. They have to work. They have children and all these things. So when they don't feel well they're more likely to put it in the back burner because they have so much other things going on in their lives that they don't seek medical attention uh, right away. So it's not uncommon um, in my years of Mm. practice to see a woman come into the emergency room after she just couldn't take it anymore. She's been having symptoms for five, four or five days um, and just, just couldn't take it anymore and then shows up in the emergency room and is told, you know, you had a heart attack a couple of days ago. Um, you know, you're just coming in now, uh, that kind of thing. So it's very important for women to be aware uh, that this can uh, affect your life. This is the number one killer of women in the United States. And if you're, for whatever reason, not feeling well, and you have a number of these symptoms together, that you should really seek medical attention ASAP. Okay, so when it comes to medical attention, are we driving off, you know, getting 911 or uh, going to urgent care? I mean, if you think you're this, you you need to get to the ER immediately, as fast as you can, right? Yes, you should get to the emergency room as fast as you can. If you're feeling really bad, you feel like you're having a heart attack, you really should call 911 right away. You should you shouldn't drive mm-hmm. to the emergency room on your own. Um, the, the reason for that is because if when the emergency uh, the the emergency, the EMS people come to your house, they're able to start treatment right away. Because what we say is time is tissue. The sooner you get treatment for your heart attack, the higher the likelihood that you could survive this incident with absolutely no ramifications. So if if the EMTs at your house, they begin treatment right away, which sets the clock back. Mm. And if if someone's there, okay, like if, you know, a woman's having a heart attack and the family members realize this um, and they call 911, is there anything that they can do to help alleviate this or help her? Yeah, so if you have uh, aspirin around, it's always a good idea to take a baby aspirin. We always say chewable aspirin if you're acutely feeling like you're having a heart attack. Just chew two of those pills and that helps. If you are a heart patient and you have nitroglycerin in your medicine cabinet, it's always a good idea to pop one of those uh, under your tongue while you're waiting for the emergency um, uh, people to get to your house. Oh, okay. So there's things you can do even if you're on your own. Um, you know, it's like you don't have to go get the sheets and, you know, like deliver a baby. <laughs> <laughs> there's magic little no. pills there that will help you. I'm <laughs> just saying. Absolutely. You know, but it's you know, the other thing, too, let's talk about this because, you know, if you if you haven't been doing your checkups and, okay, you don't know that you're, um, you know, on the path towards heart heart disease, you know, or, you know, if, if you already know you are and you've, you're seeing a doctor, then you know to be aware of these symptoms and signs, you know, um, you pretty well. You know, you know that, oh, if I'm really feeling, un, you know, unusually tired, you need to start taking a look at what's going on. But um, if someone doesn't know... What are some of the signs that you are on that path to to heart disease? 
So I talk about, we talk about risk factors for uh, coronary artery mm-hmm. disease or heart disease. And some of these risk factors include things like smoking. We know that women who smoke are 25% higher risk of having a heart attack compared to men who smoke. So smoking is very bad for women. Uh, we talk about things like uh, obesity, physical inactivity, um, excess mm-hmm. alcohol use, uh, if you have medical problems or chronic medical problems like hypertension, high cholesterol, uh, and diabetes, those kinds of things put you at risk for heart, for heart disease. Mm-hmm. And as you guys may or may not be aware of, the American Heart Association just came out with very new guidelines for hypertension. They've uh, decreased the number that's considered normal. So now they're considering blood pre- normal blood pressures to be 120 over 80 and anything higher than that to be hypertension, which puts a whole lot more people under the category of hypertension than before. So knowing what your wow. blood pressure is, knowing, knowing that you are at high risk, based on some risk Mm. factors, should, you know, really clue you in if you have one of these symptoms to go to the emergency room. Wow. And so we really have to look at our weight. And, you know, I know we always talk about, you know, taking walks and getting getting some cardio in. And, um, and, And that's the thing because I always hear that, Women that when we start to get those pot bellies, and it happens after the 40s, you know, it starts to come in, that is one Absolutely. of the most dangerous things. If you see that belly coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm so running. glad you brought that. I'm so glad you brought that up. Something about uh, abdominal obesity really increases your risk for heart disease. And this has been shown many times in different studies. And the studies show now that if your abdominal waist circumference is greater than 35 inches, you are at high risk for heart disease. So this is something very easy that you can do at home. You just take a tape measure and you measure around your waist just below your uh, umbilicus or belly button. And if it's greater than 35 uh, inches, you're at high risk uh, for heart disease. So you can gain weight anywhere. It seems like gaining weight around your abdomen seems to put you at higher risk for heart disease than anything else. Well, okay, so now that means, okay, you need, and so we can't even use the big bone thing. Like, we can't just say we're big boned. Like, we can't. No, no. Work. <laughs> well, you can say big bone, but if, you're, if your waist circumference is greater than 35 inches, then it's not big boned. <laughs> I got the tires then. <laughs> That's what happened. I'm wearing my tires. Okay, so That's then right. you need to start exercising and get into some kind of plan for that. And and from what I have read, it's like when it, that is, you really, it's exercise and diet, right? And that's the first thing, too, is to look at what you're, you're saying, alcohol. And, and alcohol is, it's always been worse for women than for men. It's just not fair. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just not fair. It is just not no. fair. So, yeah, so we, I, I don't like to say the word diet because people just get all upset yeah. and, and they feel like they're going to fall off the wagon. So I like to say healthy eating. So if you pick healthier mm. choices in your meals, it goes a long way in preventing your heart disease uh, than, mm. you know, eating whatever you want. So healthier mm. meal choices are always better for your heart than anything else. Okay. Healthier meal choices, getting out there, getting <laughs> the cardio in, five ounces yes. of wine if if you have to have it at the end of the day. No, you know, it's 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 really just to me when I look at the stress too. I, it doesn't that add to your weight, you know, for women? Yeah. Is that if you're stressed that you do actually get, 
heavier over over just getting all stressed out as we do very easily. Absolutely. So when you're under a lot of stress, you release a lot of hormones, and these hormones or what we call cortisol definitely increases your appetite and makes it a lot more difficult uh, to lose weight. So, yeah, stress definitely increases your risk for heart disease. And also we talk about, you know, situations of, of stress every day. Constantly being mm. exposed to these hormones are definitely bad for you and for your heart. Okay, so if you have been an incredibly stressed out person, and we've done interviews with people that have really gone off the edge. Like, I, I mean, I know a gentleman who jumped off a building kind of thing, and one wow. guy who went, and went, he went into his conference meeting, I mean, very you know, successful man, and um, he lost it. He walked into the board meeting totally naked, you know. And, oh, I mean, just wow. there's – I know I, we've done so many stories on stress, and, you know, and it just seems like, okay, you get to this point, and people will crack in some way or go into an, a habit that is not good for you, smoking, alcohol, drugs, um, you know, even Absolutely. now. I mean, that's – do you see women have any heart issues over, like – taking, like, things that they shouldn't do for stress? I mean, like taking pills instead of changing their diet, I mean, or their lifestyle, like you're saying? Um, Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. If you do the the unhealthy things, like taking the pills, those don't help reverse the the risk as much as, you know, healthier things uh, and the exercise. Uh, Exercising and figuring out ways to to relax and calm down. I talk a little bit about meditation in my book. Those things go a longer way uh, to decreasing your stress and decreasing your risk for heart disease uh, than trying to take pills. Okay, so if you're trying to, you know, reverse this, because some of the people we've talked to, they were able to reverse a lot of issues and change their life, change what they were doing business. A lot of them just weren't even happy in their career choice, you know. Um, right. When I mean, you get to that point, you know, in life, and and we look at, you know, we're February. Um, everyone's now realizing, did they were they able to keep up with their New Year's resolutions? Are they freaking <laughs> out? You know, like, oh my gosh, I, I didn't do my journal every day. Oh, I, you know, I know. Take a walk. I know. <laughs> you know, there's all that. <laughs> I know. So there's that. I know. It, it gets yeah, stressful. I know. But it, 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 it can be very stressful. I always encourage my patients to, you know, set set realistic goals, okay? Don't try to set goals that you know that you can't achieve. Try to set realistic goals. Start slowly and then increase as you, you know, as, as you are able to do that. Um, because when you set unrealistic goals, you're just going to be doomed to fail. Hmm. Now, okay, so when we talk about these high rates of, you know, stress and um, weight, maybe, um, all of those things. Are we able to reverse it at a certain point? Like if someone now is basically walking into, now I really do have heart disease, are they able to reverse this and and live a healthier life without having the threat of heart disease? Absolutely, absolutely. And studies have shown that over and over uh, again. Studies show that if you can... Uh, decrease your risk for heart disease. You can decrease your if you can improve your risk factors. You can decrease mm-hmm. your rate of heart disease by up to eighty percent, no matter what your genetics oh, wow. say. So, so quitting smoking, exercising, healthy eating, maintaining a, a healthy weight, controlling your blood pressure, 
your cholesterol and your blood sugars go a very long way in preventing you from having heart disease. It's like it's like our friend um, whose blood pressure was really high, and it, the weight was getting on there in diabetes, and now has reversed everything. Just like recently, all of like the boxes have been checked, um, and it's you know eating healthy, taking walks, mm-hmm. um, just it, on it, and having a dog helps. <laughs> Apparently, <'cause> they take <laughs> you for a faster walk than if you were walking yeah. on your own. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. And if you talk to these people who reverse their lifestyles, you see that you they'll tell you that they've actually stopped taking some of the medications that, that were prescribed by their doctors because, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden their blood pressure is no longer high, their blood sugars are well controlled without medication, their cholesterol is well controlled. So once you start implementing a healthier lifestyle, you find that you don't need the medications uh that you were taking to control all your risk factors. Okay, so what happens when if you if you're you know when you you're scared your heart beats you know and we mm-hmm. talk we've talked about this before like can you have a heart attack out of fear you know we have that saying you know don't give me a heart attack you know <laughs> um, so when you have that you know the heart going crazy like that are we in danger because I mean is can that come from stress I know in situations like you know that beating of my heart's going like nuts and then I go oh my gosh am I putting myself in risk you know heart wise. For heart disease. So if it's um, uh, just, you know, your everyday kind of, you know, stressed, you know, because you're nervous about something, it it won't per se put you at a high risk for having an, a heart attack acutely. But there are some situations where people are exposed to extreme stress, like a mm. death of a family member uh, or something that's so extreme that can actually put them at risk for an acute heart uh, heart condition. Uh, we call that broken heart syndrome. I know you've heard that before, but it's a mm. uh, stress-induced cardiomyopathy that can happen, and that's typically seen in women. And it's usually due to just high stress that happened just acutely. And I always say like a death of somebody you just found out, a loved, oh, a wow. very close loved one that dies, you find out about that. That acute stress can cause you to have uh, a heart condition right there and then. Wow. Wow. So we got to watch that, you know. So, <laughs> it, well, no, it's true because, you know, and, and okay, so when you go to a funeral and you, there, there are people who faint, you know. Yeah. And then I yeah, always wonder, absolutely. are you just fainting or did something, you know, w- more happen? So when someone, right. you know, goes down, like I'm, I don't, I don't mean this bad, but I mean if you see a woman, like looking as though she's fainting, you should maybe think that it could be something else too. More, wow. Yeah, more serious. You should call nine one one ASAP because uh, it could be more serious than it looks. Mm. Okay, I've got one weird question for you because you know I've been saving this. <laughs> I've been saving this <laughs> oh, since Lord. Christmas. Okay, so like I've got a thing about black licorice. Okay, like I mean real black licorice, not the Twizzler mm-hmm. stuff, not not the fake stuff. I mean like you know mm-hmm. German stuff. You have no sugar. Some of it does. And um, I was and and I got some from our favorite place, the Peanut Patch in Yuma. They have it mm-hmm. <laughs> in Arizona. And I was I had a little too many of pieces of them. I know I did. I know you're not supposed to. And I know Dr. Jack. Yeah. Used, I didn't have the Christmas cookies. This was my only treat for Christmas, okay, other than wine and champagne. <laughs> that was it. But um, 
I'm serious. This was my little pieces of licorice. And I don't know, you know how the Internet knows everything, right? And it was like, uh-huh. there was an article on the Internet. I have no idea if it's true, but they said that women, if they eat too much licorice in one day or over a series of days, can actually put themselves at risk for a heart attack. And I didn't know if that's true. It's like off the wall. So then I wanted to know, it's like, are there foods and things that we eat, like herbs or something? Like I know sometimes like women shouldn't have St. John's wort if they're pregnant. Are there anything, is there anything out there that is not good for us that could like cause a, a reaction for your heart? Well, yeah, you're actually right about uh, this, uh, the black licorice. But <gasps> it, it, when you eat too much of it, when you eat, we're talking like, a whole lot of licorice. I don't, I don't think anybody can ever sit through and eat that much uh, licorice. But um, the licorice can well. cause heart problems because <laughs> it can increase. <laughs> it can increase a certain hormone level that can put your heart at risk, uh, especially the black licorice. Uh, but there is warning about that. But it's it's a whole lot. I I can't imagine anybody sitting around and eating just that much licorice to cause a problem. But it is a true phenomenon, actually. Wow. That's wild. Like, that's crazy. That is crazy. Okay, so anything else we should know not to scarf on? (laughs) (laughs) Don't eat the whole store's worth of black licorice because you will get in trouble. (laughs) Okay, I won't, Dr. Jackie. Well, we appreciate you coming on Big Blend Radio to share, you know, this important information and, you know, always a big reminder to keep our lifestyle on track, what's good for us, um, you know, because we want to be around. There's good things to experience in the world. There's places to travel to. Hey, where's your next Absolutely. destination? Because I know you love to travel places. Where, where's the next, do you know? I'm, yes, I'm actually going somewhere low-key. I'm going to Cancun with my sister. So we just <gasps> want to have fun and relax. I've never been to Cancun, believe it or not. But uh, it's just going to be a fun and relaxing vacation. Nice, nice. There's wildlife out there. All kinds of it. I'm just saying, people awesome. and animals. I know. Awesome. I know. So you're gonna have to come back on a world radio party so we can talk about Cancun. Oh, you know that's. Con- I would love that. Awesome, awesome. You see, we got to take our breaks. You know that's important in life. Have that balance. Everybody, again, yeah. Dr. Jackie's book is called Women and Heart Disease, The Real Story. It's on Amazon. It's, again, by Dr. Jacqueline Ubani. And go to her website, womenandheartdiseasebook.com. She's on Twitter and Facebook. And also go read her articles in blendradioandtv.com and listen to her interviews there as well. Thanks so much for all the good advice, Dr. Jackie. Hey, thank you for inviting me. It's always a pleasure to be on your show. We love it. We love it. You take care, and we'll I'll, we'll go take a walk right now. How about that? <laughs> All right. Yes, that sounds sounds like a great idea. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much. All right. You take, take care. care. Take care. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio. Keep up with our shows at BigBlendRadio.com.